0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. It's David Perdue against John Ossoff. It's Kelly Leffler against Raphael Warnock. The election is going on in Georgia. Honestly, we don't have double one down to Georgia to play. Seriously, did we not do any of this in rehearsal? Madness. What's going to happen? Winners and losers? Don't know. And, unfortunately for me, I haven't been able to get anybody to give me a convincing argument either way. It is very possible Republicans lose control of the Senate. It is very possible they win both races. What is it that's moving the people of Georgia in this election? Was it the call between President Trump and the Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger? Where the President said, according to some... Find me 11,780 votes, one vote more than I've lost by to Joe Biden. He never actually said that, but that's how it got reported. Or is it the fact that Brad Ravensburger and his people, um, you know, they let loose the call. They released it. They're the ones who fed it to the Washington Post. I would put forth to you that for the Trump supporter... The people who would vote for Loeffler and for uh, Purdue. Those people don't see a problem with Donald Trump's call as much as Brad Raffensperger releasing it. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. 833 got Tony. 833-468-8669. So there's no one within that group that's going to not vote for the Republicans. For the people voting for Warnock and Ossoff, they believe in a fundamentally different thing. Certainly it's not America. It's something fundamentally different. So they're going to go with the progressives because they've bought into the whole President Trump is a racist garbage nonsense. It's garbage nonsense. They believe the lies of people like uh, Stacey Abrams. i got to admit, not a fan. Not a fan. Uh, And, you know, when you lose a governor's election, a gubernatorial election, and uh, you're not willing to accept the loss— You don't get to then be somebody who says Donald Trump should accept the loss. And we should be clear, there is a far more interesting, peculiar, strange developments in this presidential election than there ever were in the gubernatorial race in Georgia. Why is it so hard for people to see? And to at least be honest, yeah, there are things here that are messed up. That's all it takes. But as we've been discussing from the beginning, there are two ways to look at this. You either believe in the system or you believe that the ends justify the means. And it is clear that John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock and Stacey Abrams and the political left believe that the ends justify the means. And as long as they win, who cares what you say? Call somebody a racist, call somebody a bigot, call somebody a sexist, and then don't pay attention when you have clear usurpation of power, like the courts did in Pennsylvania, on the legislative, on the legislative on that state legislature. That's where we're at, guys. But the people who want the ends to justify the means, they are voting for Warnock and for Ossoff. The question is, does anybody exist in the middle? Anybody not really sure? This is one of the reasons I think that you haven't had people aggressively share polling data. And while you have so many people saying, I'm not sure what's gonna happen. It's because the die has already been cast in so many ways. People already have an answer of what they're going to do. If you take a look at the Kelly Leffler race specifically, it was a special election because, oh, I forget the name of the senator who left, he was ill, eluding me right now. Kelly Leffler was appointed and then you had the the special election with Warnock, Leffler and Doug Collins fast talker congressman from Georgia well the top two vote getters were Warnock and Leffler a bunch of republicans went for collins those people are now going to go for Leffler. Some people will be like, oh, forget it. I'm not even voting now. If I can't get Doug Collins, I need to vote for a man who, when he speaks, I'm not quite sure what he said, but I love the fact that he's talking fast. It would seem the odds would be in favor of Kelly Leffler winning that race. But if you make race the centerpiece of the conversation and you've got a black man running against a white blonde woman, maybe that gets people motivated oh come on don't get angry with me it's race this race that race the other race your mother my gosh why wouldn't that fall into play here the david purdue john ossoff race is a race that david purdue should have won it's always been bothersome to me that he didn't 49.7 percent of the vote is that what he got he needed 0. 0.3 whatever that number is it's a minuscule number it's not a, it's nothing it's it's a little squeaker So if I'm going to say there could be a split baby here, Loeffler goes back and Purdue doesn't. That's how I would see that. But there's nothing happening on the ground and no information that has been given that in any way, shape, or form can help me guide you on what's going to happen. It's just not there. And that's just today's news, because tomorrow... Come the challenges to the electors. Now, here's how we know it. This starts really at 1 p.m. And what they do is they start counting the electoral votes. The vice president who presides over this proceeding will ask if there's a challenge and members of Congress will challenge and then senators will challenge and then they will then go into separate chambers and make their arguments. I, if I have this right, producer Ari, correct me if I'm wrong. They vote separately on yeah. this subject. No, they do. This could take a couple of days. Oh, it's going to take forever. Now, this starts at 1 at, at, at 1 p.m., right? That's start when it starts. Our plan here is, depending on whether it's exciting or just the dullest mess ever in the history of mankind, is to bring it to you. Like all of it, as much of it as we possibly can. I'm a big believer that these things should be shared. And this is this is a uh, a theory. This is a radio theory. And not everybody is down, down with my theory, right? All radio hosts see it a little bit differently. Okay, hey, this is going on. Let me get back to what I'm saying. Uh, trust me when I say I've got plenty to say. But I think it's really important sometimes that we hear things happening together. So we're all coming from the same baseline. We could even say, no, that's not how I heard this. It's how I heard it like that, as opposed to me regurgitating it to you. Right? Sometimes, you know, you don't have the time to cover the, st- the stories. You're not hearing everything. That's my job, right? That's what I do. You have a life to lead. You've got a job. You've got a family to raise. You got things to do. Leave them nonsense to me. I'll help you out. I swear to y'all. I hope to give you everything you need to know. And then, and then you're good. Right? I, I do it for you. I, I, I love you. It's, it's a public service from Tony Katz today. But when, when these big things are happening, it's like when we did it, the impe- we covered the impeachment. We shared it. People should hear what's being said as opposed to getting little snippets here and there. So we're, that's our plan is, is to bring that to you in as much totality as possible. I say to you again that I do not expect anything to change, and I expect Joe Biden to be the next president of the United States. Do I believe that there were improper things that happened in this election? Absolutely. You've heard me point to Pennsylvania. I've seen ugly things in Georgia. If you have machines that you know that can't be trusted in Michigan— these are real issues. Law changes here, there, and everywhere that people sit, sit by and sit on the sidelines and are like, oh, well, man, I work hard to ensure those people don't have a say in the process. And this has exposed so much the despicable nature of media in today's world, national media, and in very many ways, your, your local media, saying nothing, just sitting quiet, believing that the ends justify the means it despicable but i'm also a believer in the system and once you've done everything the system allows you to do that's that republicans did get outlawed they did get pushed around in the courts and they didn't fight back aggressively enough assertively enough maybe they've learned their lesson and i know what some people are saying We lose this, there'll never be a free election again. There will never be an election you can trust again. I hear you. I will tell you that I am not necessarily there. I am not there that you won't be able to trust an election again. And if you think that's naivete, no, uh, that's, that's a bit of hope. I see the House seats that were kept by Republicans. I see the state legislatures that go for the political right. I see the governor's mansions that are won, and I don't see it as all falling down. Maybe I can't, right? Maybe that, Maybe in that case it is naivete. But I don't throw away the system. I work to ensure it. Sometimes that work gets rough and tumble, and sometimes that work gets a little sweaty. Sometimes it's other things. I'm okay with that. We will cover it all. I'm Tony Counts. So I want to put an end to the unity conversation. It's really important. And it's not because I don't want a little unity. I think people can agree to disagree. I think you can, you know, be decent in in that way. But uh, there's no unity. And we shouldn't kid ourselves. There is absolutely, positively no unity. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, it's great to be with you. 833 got Tony, 833 468 you, you hear the conversation about the challenges to, uh, to the Electoral College you hear about this and you know that people are upset saying how dare you, you're usurping you're uh, the will of the people. Not true, doesn't matter. Tim Alberta of Politico tweets out that words matter. It's time past time we reformed our political terminology. We should not for the rest of their careers refer to any of these Republican Electoral College objectors as conservatives. They are radicals. They are extremists. There is nothing conservative about subverting democracy. Now, nobody is subverting democracy, right? That's not happening. But yet here is a reporter letting you know that you should not even speak, not only not speak well to these people, you should be derisive about these people. He continues, I'm serious. Writers and broadcasters need to think critically about how to describe people like Ted Cruz and Jim Jordan without defaulting to conservative. When in doubt, use far right. I'm open to other ideas, but calling any of this conservative is profoundly misleading. What unity do you think is coming? What unity do you think exists? there is none there is less than none and we shouldn't make the assumption that it's there the fact that we we may want it and we could work towards it we could find people that we want to that we can work with to try and achieve it but you must understand that the political left has no interest in it unity is a lie. Ben Rhodes, who was the deputy national security advisor with Barack Obama, the guy who created the lie about the Iran nuclear deal and created the echo chamber, getting reporters to write about the story so then he could say, look at how reporters are writing about the story. We really need to move forward on this deal. You gave terrorists pallets of cash and you didn't stop them from pushing towards a nuclear weapon, just so we're clear. He, in responding to Jake Tapper, another uh, misguided soul, the story has always been more about the extremism of the Republican Party than Trump, and that story doesn't end in 20 days. But that's not the story that you were told. The story you were told is all about Trump. If you got rid of Trump, everything would be better. That's not what Ben Rhodes is saying. There's no plan to make it better, baby. There is no plan to make things better. The hate is baked. From beginning to end, completely baked. Another example, happy to do it. Richmond Public Schools, this is Virginia. Rodney Robinson is a teacher. He's not just any teacher. He is the 2019 Teacher of the Year. And he tweets, This is on December 30th, so a little over a week ago. No, 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 a week ago, yeah. Who are Mitch McConnell's neighbors? I'm just saying Rand Paul's neighbor did what a true Kentucky hero should do. It's your turn to step up. Now, if you don't know the story of Rand Paul, Rand Paul was mowing his lawn, and his neighbor tackled him, breaking a few ribs. Attacked him. Neighbor, I think, went to jail. Rand Paul was attacked. There was surgery. There was massive pain. And here's Rodney Robinson, teacher of the year, saying that somebody should attack Mitch McConnell. The tweet's been deleted. And the teacher didn't get fired. No. We learned from uh, the superintendent that the school district doesn't condone violence of any kind. Period. Thank you to Rod Robinson for his heartfelt apology. Words matter across the political spectrum. And what did he refer to it as? A bad joke. It was a bad joke. Wishing somebody would attack 70 what year old Mitch McConnell There is no unity. There is no unity and there is no desire for it. Now, if you have a desire for it, cool. I'm all all in favor. I'm all in favor of you searching for, pushing for, aiming for unity. Now, by the way, maybe we should define unity uh, to the the best of our ability. Um, Unity is the idea that we would actually all want the country to remain. And I think that may be very well impossible with a lot of today's progressives who don't believe that the country is good. If you don't believe the country is good, you don't want the country to remain. If you don't want the country to remain, how in the world can we have unity? Let me take it a step further. I don't want unity with you. If you don't think the country should remain, I do not want unity with you because what you want is antithetical to what is better for my life. Can't have it. Can't be around it. Daddy got to bounce. But maybe you want unity in your family. Maybe you want unity with your neighbor. You don't want them tackling you while you're mowing the lawn. Okay. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. There's something good about that. Decent about that but understand where people are in positions of power and leadership in the government and of your children. This is what they're pushing and that's not unity. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. I just want to expose what's really happening. I'm Tony Katz and this is Tony Katz today. The UK is going into full lockdown Again, And for those of you playing the home game, this is the third time. This is the third time they're doing it. That's because of this new strain of coronavirus. I'm not saying that they shouldn't be prepared. I'm saying that lockdowns don't work. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669. It's how can they live this way? And we have way too many officials in the U.S. who look at them and be like, hmm, that's a fine model. Yes, we should do the same. Yes, lock it all down. They, uh, this, from when the story was, this was yesterday's story, they had reported 55,000 new infections. Okay. I'm not saying they shouldn't be bothered or worried or concerned. I, I'm not making that argument. Lockdowns don't work. And I'm not sure why people continue to go down this road. And how do they now survive this? So Scotland, by the way, is doing uh, the same. How do they survive this as a nation if people aren't out there working and doing? Now, they certainly are different than the United States and they're not afraid, um, you know, they're not afraid of... uh, of, of, of writing checks, but there comes a moment, Margaret Thatcher was right. The problem with socialism is that eventually you run out of other people's money. This is, this is absolutely true. So what their plan is from here, I, I have no clue. I have no idea how they think things are going to get better. How many years these lockdowns will take to overcome? But they don't seem worried about that. They seem to think that the answer is hide. If the only argument made to a virus is you have to stay in your house until we, the government, tell you you can come out, that's not going to work. That is no way uh, to, to live. It It just isn't. It's it's a it's a deranged kind of kind of way of going about things, of thinking of things. Now I wanted to. I really wanted to get into the story of Black Lives Matter because this story is just as problematic, and everything you knew to be true about uh, about them. And I'm going to get into that, but it's it's too good to pass up. We're going to need a montage. Montage. It takes a montage. That's called a montage. Girl, we want a montage. Montage. You need a montage. What is it, a montage of? It's a montage from 2005. Of Democrats objecting to certifying the Electoral College vote. Uh, I was not in this body four years ago, uh, but what I observed uh, as a voter, as a citizen of Illinois, uh, four years ago, were troubling evidence of the fact that not every vote was being counted. Senator from New York. Mr. President, um, this is obviously a difficult debate for many reasons, uh, but I commend the Senator from California uh, for joining with members of the House, most particularly Congresswoman Stephanie Tubbs-Jones, in raising the objection because it does permit us to air some of these issues. Why did a computing error in Franklin County initially award 4,258 extra votes to George Bush when only 600 people had actually voted? Thankfully, they fixed it. But how many other votes did the computers get wrong? This is nothing new and what's interesting is that there's this, there's this take that look just because the Democrats did it doesn't mean Republicans should do it. that's, That's not an argument, that's good. Because the question before us is, whenever they do it and they sometimes get results, it's just allowed to happen but when we do it it's the end of times? Are we going to fight or not? fight. And this is where Republicans are going to have their biggest amount of infighting. Axios is reporting that Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina will certify Biden's Electoral College win. He's more than entitled to. He is more than entitled to. And remember, there is a fair amount of politics within this conversation. All politics are local. But this very idea of the fight and how you fight, Democrats will do anything if Republicans sneeze wrong. It's, it's the end of, end of days. And what Republicans have said is we're done. Now, if you say to me, well, Tony, isn't that saying that this whole thing is, is a bit uh, uh, of a sham? I said yesterday, I meant it. I think this has less than a 1% chance of working. Less than a 1% chance of working. That's different than whether or not it should be done. If people like Jake Tapper want to say it's just a giant waste of time, he's more than welcome to. But who gives a good holy damn what Jake Tapper says? Jake Tapper, the only thing he's gotten right in years is that uh, there are way too many members of Congress who are okay with Louis Farrakhan. And I've always applauded him for doing this. Right? That's the only thing he's ever done that makes sense. He has been a horrific, horrific reporter since joining CNN. He is long gone from the guy who used to join Dennis Miller on his radio show. When Dennis Miller had the show, and uh, Miller would refer to Jake Tapper as Tap Tap. I was like, first of all, nobody else was ever going to get away with that. I mean, that's just perfect Dennis Miller. I like, he's a long way removed from that cat. Oh, it's destined to fail. Doesn't mean you don't try. Doesn't mean you don't try. Doesn't mean you don't stand up. And what is the stand-up? Well, selection's pretty messed up. So why not say so loudly? Well, that's just, that's just the worst thing you can do. No, it's not. You'll regret it. No, 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 they won't. Listen, the future will do what the future does and everything is possible. But I I would not put forth that people will regret standing up and saying this election is, is, is peculiar. There are problems. We should say so as loud as can be. As a matter of fact, I think it's a problem if they go the other way. That doesn't mean, by the way, that Tim Scott isn't saying that there aren't problems in this election and we should say so as loud as can be. He just thinks it should be said differently. He believes that the challenges have been gone through and we're done here. I'm going to tell him no, nor am I going to tell the people who are challenging the electors that they're wrong because they're not. And if you say to me, well, you know, it's, it's just because the Democrats did it doesn't mean you should do it. Well, you're right about that. Just because someone jumps off a bridge doesn't mean that you should. But don't you eventually learn that their antics get them somewhere? That their willingness to fight gets them places? If you Have you not learned that Black Lives Matter actually gets somewhere when they block traffic? Now, I don't think you should block traffic. I think if you uh, block traffic... You know, you should expect to get run over. It doesn't stop them from blocking traffic. Doesn't stop them from disrupting. It doesn't stop them from making their voice heard. Does it matter that CNN castigates those people? No! It's CNN and people who lied to you for years about Russian collusion. F these people. Don't pay any attention one or two good reporters we'll, we'll, we'll point them out but everybody else is just bought in the fight matters now you might say tony i think there's a better way to fight ah okay let's hear it but understand what's happening tomorrow it's the fight i brought up black lives matter i will tell you why coming up i'm tony katz The markets are up over 200, 30, at this point. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. 833 got Tony. 833-468-8669. Very curious to see where things go over the course of the next couple of weeks. Because p- after tomorrow, things could change. Isn't that why we're seeing the run in, in Bitcoin? That's cryptocurrency. And by the way, never, ever, 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 ever take stock advice from me. Don't do it, not now, not ever. Please don't do it, Uh, you have been warned. But I think people have been looking to Bitcoin and and, and Ethereum and these cryptocurrencies because they see it as a hedge against what might come from, from Joe Biden. That's what it seems uh, to be. I, I can appreciate such a thing. Full disclosure, I have little bits here and there. I don't have any major stake in, in anything uh, crypto. I just like the concept. I more like the blockchain underneath, I got to admit. I like the, the technology that drives the concept. That, to me, is far more far more exciting in ohio they have repealed um duty to retreat that means there are now 36 states that allow stand your ground so this comes from the guys of the volok conspiracy over at reason uh volok conspiracy v-o-l-o-k-h is sensational it's not a conspiracy excellent excellent legal minds and libertarians who are are digging into big issues named after Eugene Volok. fantastic so Ohio passed a bill that would move uh, them from duty to retreat to stand your ground and it's been signed by Governor uh, DeWine right so the whole idea of duty to to retreat it says under certain circumstances failing to retreat from a confrontation will strip you of your right to use deadly force for self-defense right so there are places where you can and cannot use deadly force they there are states everyone sees a little bit differently but you know it's it's like saying somebody uh you know destroys your car right they they beat your car with a hammer you can't walk out there with a gun and shoot them. Yeah, yeah nope now if they're trying to hit you with a bat well that's a whole different conversation altogether. so you take a look at at the states and they're, and they're broken up into different ways you do the duty to retreat one is accepting your home one is accepting your home or vehicle your home or workplace your home vehicle or workplace then there's some states that don't have a settled rule But 35 states are are stand your ground. Uh, Stand your grounds to me, would make a tremendous amount of sense. The the idea that I say my life is in danger is, well, twofold. I, I have to actually believe it. And a rational person would also have to believe it. Right? Isn't that really where it gets interesting? Uh, do, you, will, do you find people who, who, you know, do we all believe in the same basic things? One of the things that you often hear is, you know, if somebody is um, banging on your door, well, then maybe your life's not in danger. If they're trying to break down your door or breaking down your door, then your life is in danger. And no, I don't have to let somebody break down my door and not respond. Now it's funny some people will see that well they were just breaking down your door it's not like they were attacking you Irrational people do irrational things and say irrational things I am a believer and please check with your with your lawyer if 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 you will check with your legal counsel My job is to go home alive and if I feel you're a threat to me or my family well then I'm going to do what I believe is best and I will deal with the legal consequences afterwards that is me that is my thesis not a hmm do i have to back up do i can i stay what do i do here while the person is choking me no 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 while they're coming after my family i make the decision to take care of my family then i'll deal with the rest one man's thesis uh we're going to be digging in on black lives matter because one of the co-founders alicia garza was on msnbc and said uh so here's the thing about uprooting systemic racism one it's everywhere it's almost like the air we breathe now you may not know that i'm not down with black lives matter racism is real black lives matter is a marxist organization that can do no good can only destroy and i want no part of them And the people who follow Black Lives Matter and support Black Lives Matter don't even know what they're supporting. Because if they know what they're supporting and still do it, well, then they're just gross. Supporting Marxism is always a bad idea. Stop it. Supporting your neighbor who is black? Okay. See the difference? And this talk about systemic racism, we're all supposed to accept the fact, well, you know, it's real. No. We don't all accept the fact because, no, it's not real. Show me the system. We can rip it out by the root. We can destroy it. But now we've gone from there's a system that's racist to there are systems that are racist that it's everywhere. It's like the air we breathe. So that means our existence is racist. Nothing I can do about that. I plan on existing and not in the way you tell me. Now, I also don't pay attention to you telling me about race. You don't get to have that conversation with me. Take that back. You can have any conversation you want. You have no power over me, and I refuse to do your bidding. There we go. Much better. Much better. But once you get into the idea that systemic racism is everywhere, everywhere you turn, there's racism, and everywhere you turn, there's bigotry, and everywhere you turn, there's hate. First of all, what an awful, miserable life you lead i mean really and truly just yuck i feel for you who could who would ever want to live with that much pain and that much hate and that much anger every single day who could want such a thing but you have decided to let me know that you should not be taken seriously because it's not all around us and systemic racism is not a thing racism however is like anti-semitism is hate is but systemic racism is like what we breathe well that's you're asking too much of me and of society and you want to dismantle society which is exactly what marxists do the answer is no i'm tony katz tony katz today